You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Money Pit is brought to you by C by GE, Mr. Beans, and Lumber Liquidators. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We are here to help you with your home improvement or home decor questions at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. What are you working on on this beautiful fall weekend? If you've got a project plan, you need some help getting started, give us a call right now at 888-666-3974. Coming up on today's show, if we told you there was one home improvement that can prevent cracked foundations, rotted siding, and leaky roofs, would you do it? Well, I'd say most likely yes, but surprisingly, many homeowners never clean their gutters. Yes, clogged gutters can cause these defects and many more. We're going to have tips on how you can get those clean the easy way coming up. And also ahead, if the summer has left your patio looking like worn and pitted, maybe even cracked or stained, Roger Cook from this old house will be stopping by with ideas for a patio makeover to make it better than ever. And also ahead, adding security lights to your home's exterior is always a good move, but one that's always complicated by the need to run wiring to get them power. We're going to tell you about a new battery-powered version that's just on the market that makes this project super easy and very affordable. Plus, this hour, we're giving away a great prize to one lucky caller drawn at random. It's called the Audio Bulb, and it's a wireless music and lighting system that's as easy to install as screwing in a light bulb because that's exactly where the music comes from, the bulb. That prize is worth 50 bucks. going out to one caller drawn at random. Make that you. Pick up the phone and give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Gerald in Arkansas is on the line with a question about a concrete slab. What's going on? Yeah, I'm having a problem with uh, my floor done rotted. I bought a house, and in, uh, in the part that they added on to the house, uh, they they used con- they used a wooden floor, and the wooden floor done rotted. Okay, if you walk on it, just go all the way down to the ground. Is that close to the ground? No oh boy. <laughs> moisture been getting up under there. That's not good. And uh, I think it signs a mole in the running up the walls. Uh, it's a big. It's about three bedrooms back there. Yeah, it sounds like you got a big project on your hand, Gerald. So how do you think we can help with this? Well, I was wondering uh, if I could tear that flow out and put a concrete slab or go back with wood. Or... Was the wood floor framed right on top of a crawl space? In other words, once you go through the floor, you see floor joists, and then you see dirt underneath that. Is that what you're looking at? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the floor is so close to the ground, and. Uh, it was, it was an old time I built it, and uh, that's some of his. He, uh, di- add, he added on to the house, and he the one did that. Uh, well, I got to tell you, it's going to be a tricky situation, no matter what. I mean, generally, when buildings are designed to work with a f- with a floor framing system, they don't easily convert to a slab. 
Um, for one thing, the floor framing is going to go under the wall framing. So you'd always have to have some portion of it there. I think what you're going to end up doing is pulling up that rotted floor and then replacing all of that framing and doing so with pressure-treated lumber this time. I was thinking about tearing that part of the house off. <laughs> well, that's, that's going to Now, that it. would fix it, wouldn't it? Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm trying to get some advice. But what I think you would have to do is basically tear off all the rotted floor, then evaluate the floor structure, um, see how many of those beams you have to replace, and then while it's open, you want to take some steps to try to get a vapor barrier underneath that floor structure. You could do that with some very thick plastic, and even if it over if you overlap that plastic you want to do that by five or six feet if you have to use multiple pieces and that's going to stop the moisture from coming up and then you want to find a place to vent that crawl space even if it's a narrow vent so you can get some fresh air in there you could also install a fan uh, in that space that's based on a humidistat so that if the moisture builds up in the future it'll kick on and pull drier air in from the outside but since you have all this decay you have to open it up evaluate what you have and then take action based on that and when you put it back together you do so in a way that will preserve it over the long haul. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's some good advice. All right. Good luck with that project. We've got Sandra in Maryland on the line. She's got a really old house and an electrical problem. What's happening at your money pit? 103 years old. Oh, that's great. That's a good age for houses. It's just starting to get seasoned, settling in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it settles a lot. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So um, has the wiring been updated at all or is it original? Is it knob and tube? What kind of wiring do you have? I have a mix of knob and tube and some updated. What's down in the walls, I think, is still knob and tube. Um, okay. Some of the stuff that's more out it has been replaced. And what are you planning to do? What What's precipitating this this uh, question? Is this just a general concern about safety, or are you doing some other remodeling? Well, what I've done is started redoing the kitchen, and I took okay. up the you know seven layers of linoleum and <laughs> okay. got all the creosote out and got all the stuff that probably I shouldn't have been inhaling out of the kitchen. Um, and we sanded the floors and kept the original old wood floors. Um, and the paneling in the kitchen, I'm not willing to tear down because it's horsehair plaster behind it. And every time you touch the wall, you hear stuff fall. Right. Um, so I'm not willing to replace it. So we painted the paneling and I want to put new floorboard trim around, but all of the wiring, it's those big black wires that go from one outlet to another outlet. Let me give you some advice on this because it is time to update that wiring. First of all, any existing knob and tube wiring is very dangerous. And, and here's why. When it gets to be 100 years old, the insulation on that wiring is very dried out, very brittle, very crumbly. I can't tell you how many times in the 20 years I spent as a home inspector that I found that kind of wiring in-house and often found burn marks, very frightening, burn marks on the framing that surrounded it. So you definitely want to deactivate that wiring. You don't have to physically pull it out of the walls as long as it's not electrified. And then, of course, you want to update that with new modern wiring that's consistent with current electrical code. Now, for the kitchen, you really want to do something different than what it would have been done when the home was originally built. It had wiring, but it had all that kitchen, I'm sure, on one circuit. And that's why in older homes, sometimes when you're in a kitchen, you often see the lights dim when the refrigerators kick on because they're both major appliance and lighting are on the same circuit. You want to have one circuit for your appliances, your dishwasher, your, your, your refrigerator, perhaps even more than one circuit for that, and then a separate circuit for uh, lighting and, and outlets. And, of course, all of the outlets 
also should be ground fault protected because this is a wet location and ground fault protection protects you from receiving a shock uh, if you were using an appliance that shorted or had any, any other type of electrical incident that occurred. So you are smart to be concerned about this. Um, it is something that you should take care of, whether you do it one room at a time or the entire house at a time. You know That's going to be up to time and, and, and budget, but you should have on your overall remodeling plan uh, the need to get rid of that knob and tube and completely de-energize it because it is unsafe uh, for the reasons I stated. And also, by the way, that particular wiring is not grounded, nor is it groundable. So that's another reason it's unsafe. It's just the way it was done back then. I think some of the kitchen had been done because I did have an electrician friend come in and, and install some new outlets. Mm-hmm. And he just ran from one to the next. And I do have different circuit breakers downstairs and all that kind of a stuff. But um, one of the things that one I do have, I think the one wall hasn't been done. I know that sounds odd. Um, but when they have the wires that are out, the big black you know, wires going across or any of the wires, and I don't want them to go behind the wall because they can't without damaging the wall. Do I need to put those metal covers over them before I can put the trim board down so I don't... Well, if if you have... Uh, if you're talking about the original knob and tube wiring being big black wires, you can't bury that. That's very unsafe. Okay. And here's, here's why. Okay. Knob and tube wiring, the, the reason... And by the way, for those that are not familiar with this, if you've ever seen an old house where wires seem to be strung on little ceramic posts that stick off the side of beams, uh, those are the knobs. And then where the wires go through the framing, there's a ceramic tube. That's the tube. That's why it's called knob and tube. And the reason that it sticks off the beam... Sandra, is because it has to be air-cooled. So that's why you can't bury knob and tube wiring under trim. You can't even put insulation around it because it makes it doubly unsafe. So if it's the big black wire, then I know I've still got original knob and tube in there. I would have your electrician come in and determine where that wire is being energized. Make sure uh, that if it's knob and tube, it, it is completely disconnected. And then run whatever you have to do from there. And if you can only do it one room at a time, you'll be just that much more safe. But if you can do the whole house, then just do it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Sandra. Good luck with that project. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Hey, you guys, it's October. Are you getting out the pumpkins? Are you making things look all festive and fall-like? Maybe you're planting mums. What are you doing? We want to give you a hand. I like to make things look spooky, so if you have a Halloween decorating question, I'm happy to answer those. But we're here for all of your home improvement needs, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Just ahead, clean. Cleaning your gutters isn't exactly the kind of project you might look forward to, but it's one that can prevent a whole host of expensive repairs later. We're going to have tips on how to tackle this job the most efficient and easy way possible after this. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. 
And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Today's Money Pit is presented by Mr. Beams, lighting solutions that can be installed in five minutes. No wires, no electrician, no kidding. Find Mr. Beams lights at major retailers and learn more at MrBeams.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 1-888-MONEYPIT. We'd love to talk to you about your home improvement, your home decor, your home storage and organization, your home repair question, whatever's going on in your Money Pit. We'd love to help you take on that project at 888-666-3974. And we'd also like to give you a great prize we're giving away this hour, the Audio Bulb, which is a wireless music and lighting system that revolutionizes how you play music throughout your home or office. Just screw in the bulb and it communicates via Bluetooth with an app on the phone, lets you stream music wherever that bulb is installed. It's as easy as that. It's worth 50 bucks going out to one caller drawn at random. Make that you. Call us right now at 888-MONEYPIT. All right, we're going up to Dale in Kansas, who's working on an attic makeover. How can we help you today? Well, I bought this little house, and uh, it's got the Vena Ridge um, down the center of the peak of the roof, and then one two-by-two square opening on the end, uh, and it doesn't seem like that's adequate ventilation to get rid of the heat. So you have no soffit vents at all? You have just have this ridge, you have the ridge vent, the gable vents, and no soffit vents at the overhang of the roof? And okay. I put a 12-inch uh, turbine vent on it, but I'm thinking I need more than just that two-foot square vent. I was thinking about putting uh, four 12-inch, I don't know what to call them besides the dump vents down towards the lower end of the roof. Okay, well, you're on the right track, so let's talk about attic ventilation and the way it's supposed to work. So the attic is always supposed to be the same temperature as the outside. So if it's hot outside, it should be hot in the attic, and if it's cold outside, it should be cold in the attic. Basically, the attic has to be well-ventilated for that to happen. Now, you have actually half of what I usually recommend as a ventilation system, and that's a continuous ridge vent down the peak of the roof. The second half of that, though, are soffit vents at the overhang of the roof. Um, soffit vents are good because as the wind blows across the house, that soffit area pressurizes and, and pushes air up into that soffit. That rides up underneath the roof sheathing where it carts away heat in the summer and moisture in the winter and then exits at the ridge. And that same wind that's pushing positively against the side of the house and the soffit vents is actually creating sort of a negative pressure at the ridge. So you get this kind of nice continuous flow. And if you have that working for you, then actually what you should do is block off those gable vents because that's going to kind of interrupt that nice flow that we've created. Now, in your case, you have no soffit vents. I would first explore the potential of putting in soffit vents. The other idea that you suggested was putting in uh, regular roof vents but lower on the roof. You know, not a terrible idea, but not nearly as efficient as soffit vents. And if you don't have a soffit, there's a type of vent called a drip edge vent, which basically extends the roof line about two inches 
creates a short soffit that's pretty effective. But if you can get continuous soffit and ridge venting, that's really all you need. The other types of ventilators, the turbine that you mentioned, that kind of stuff, you know, it looks like it does a lot, but it's really nowhere near as effective as having that continuous open ridge and the continuous open soffit, okay? I've never seen, I'm not familiar with that. uh... Drip edge vent? Google drip edge vent, and I think um, CertainTeed, I know CertainTeed makes it, and I'm sure others do as well. Uh, And it's a really effective little vent. Now, you may have to do some modifications of your roof shingles at the overhang to get this in. But considering you're going to have to modify your roof anyway to put those uh, roof vents in, I think that's probably the best way to go for homes that don't have a soffit because it does create that intake point down low on the roof, uh, which is going to really let a lot of air in. And I think you'll see a big difference. Okay, thanks. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, gutters perform one duty, controlling the water around your home. But if clogs keep those gutters from doing their job, you can wind up with some pretty serious and expensive problems. My short list would include leaking basements, cracked foundations, rotted wood, leaking roofs, and even wood-destroying insects like termites. Now, if we've motivated you to take on this project, here are a few tips to help First of all, guys, you got to be careful. If you're not comfortable with heights or don't use tall ladders regularly, perhaps cleaning the gutters is not really a job for you. You might want to consider hiring a handyman to help with this chore. Now, as for the cleaning, using a ladder, work gloves, and a hose, you want to clear the gutters beginning at one end and moving to the other. And you always want to work from the ladder and not from the roof because, you know, you, you lean wrong, you could flip right over and fall off the roof. So work off the ladder. Now, if you find any loose gutters sections. You want to tighten them up as you go. And it might be helpful to have a supply of these long gutter screws to use when you replace those loose or missing gutter spikes. I like the screws because they don't pull out once you install them. So you usually have to do this just once. Now, when you get to the end of the gutter where the spout is, you want to spray the hose down the gutter to make sure it's clear. And once the spouts are clear, make sure the discharge is extended at least four to six feet away from the house to avoid problems. And that is the most important part of this. If you get that discharge out four to six feet, you're not going to have that water run back into your crawl space or your basement or even under your slab if that's the kind of house you have. Now, once it's done, it's important that you check gutters periodically and be mindful of signs of clogging like overflowing in a rainstorm. If you want to keep those gutters clear, it's really the single most effective way to avoid a whole host of serious and potentially expensive repairs down the line. 888-666-3974. If you've got a repair or an improvement that you need some help with, call us right now at one eight 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 money pit Julian Colorado's on the line and has a heating question. My question is um, regarding heat pump and how energy efficient they might be because we're an all-electric house. Our electric bill is very high. And how is your house heated right now, Julie? It's heated with baseboards. And actually, we don't even really heat our house. We'll heat one room because it's so expensive. Right now, you're heating with electric resistance heat, which, as you accurately stated, is the most expensive type of heat. Now, a heat pump system would be far less expensive, but it would require a duct system to be installed throughout the house. So you would have that upfront cost of running the heating ducts. If you had that system installed, the way a heat pump works is it's kind of like an air conditioning system that runs all winter, except that in the wintertime, the refrigeration system is reversed. Now, if you've ever walked, say, by a window air conditioner in the summer, you know it blows hot air out the back of it, out to the outside. If you sort of took that window air conditioner out and flipped it around and stuck it inside, you'd have a heat pump. 
and it'd be blowing the hot air in the house. That's essentially what happens. It reverses the refrigeration cycle in the wintertime. Now, generally speaking, heat pumps are not always recommended for very, very cold climates because heat pumps only maintain the heat when there's a two-degree differentiation between what the temperature is set at uh, what the temperature is and what the temperature is set at, I should say. So if you set your temperature at 70, it falls to 69, the heat goes on. If it falls inside to 68, the heat pump stays on. If it falls to 67, the heat pump says to its electric resistance backup system, which is always part of a heat pump, hey, I can't keep up with this. I need some help. Turn on the heating coils. And then you're not saving any money. So will it save, will it be less expensive than baseboard electric? Yes. But it has a significant upfront cost in terms of the installation because you need a duct system as well as the heat pump equipment. Does that make sense? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Hey, are you thinking about updating a concrete patio? Well, this old house landscaping expert, Roger Cook, is stopping by with tips on how you can do that. And today's This Old House segment on the Money Pit is brought to you by Lumber Liquidators. With over 400 varieties of bamboo, laminate, wood-look tile, vinyl plank, and hardwood floors for less. Hey, this is Adam Carolla, and when I'm not swinging a hammer, I'm catching up on the Money Pit with Tom and Leslie. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit.
Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call with your how-to question at 888-MONEY-PIT. Or if you don't want to do it yourself, give us a call and we'll talk about how to hire a contractor to get that job done, what to include in the contract, how to get competing bids, and that sort of thing. All great topics. And uh, you know what? If you're thinking about it, a lot of people are too. Be the one that picks up the phone and asks that question. You'll help out the entire community. Hey, if you'd like to conserve heat at night but avoid waking up to a cold house in the morning, you can get the best of both worlds by installing a clock setback thermostat. But now these thermostats are getting even better with the smart thermostat features that can even tell when you're home or when you're away. I love this because in my house, we have a schedule that's kind of crazy. And with my thermostat, it's set onto a, a geofence, which basically means when we leave the house, everything goes down into a sort of an aways, like vacation mode. And really over time, that adds up by us spending less money on cooling in the summer and less money on heating in the winter. So it's definitely worth investing in a smart thermostat. Put that project on your to-do list. You won't be sorry. All right, now we've got Chuck in Delaware on the line, whose kids dropped something in the bathtub, which caused a huge crack, now a leak. What is going on? Oh, they they dropped a shave cream can into the bottom of the tub. It put a semicircle crack in, and I'm wondering if there's anything that I can use to stop this from, you know, when they step on it, it leaks. Yeah. I mean, look, you can repair it. It's not going to be pretty, but you can repair it. You said it's a fiberglass tub? Yes. So you could pick up a fiberglass repair kit. They're available from a number of different manufacturers, two that you would know would be Bondo, which makes a lot of fiberglass products. They're big in industry. They're big in auto body. And then, of course, there's Elmer's. They have a, a tub and shower repair kit as well. But I would probably get the Bondo kit, and you could put a fiberglass patch on there, but the color on it is it's always going to show. I mean, you're going to see it. But you can repair it structurally so it won't leak because they need to be able to step on it without it bending and cracking. And if you repair it with Bondo, you're going to basically apply the resin. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna press fiberglass into it and then apply additional resin to make it strong. All right. Well, I appreciate your help. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us, Chuck, at 888 Money Pit. Well, a concrete patio is perfectly functional, but it might leave something to be desired in the looks department. Well, that's right. And if your concrete patio is dragging down your outdoor living space, you can give it a facelift. Here to talk with us about options for updating just that is this old house landscaping expert, Roger Cook. Welcome, Roger. Thanks for having me. So there are so many folks that have concrete patios out there, and they just never look better than the day they're put down. In fact, most of the time, they look worse. They get dirty. They get covered with mildew do and, and algae. Are there options for taking that surface and dressing it up? There absolutely is. The first thing you want to do, though, is look at your concrete patio and see what kind of shape it is. Because you don't want to put money into one that's cracked and busted up. Right. If it's already starting showing like it's going to fail, there's no sense putting good money on top of bad. But you can get a lot of things to put on top of it. There are Ipe, which is a really, really hard wood, and they actually make it so it has a plastic grid on the back, and you can lay it 
right on top of the concrete and snap it together. And it looks incredible. We did it on an Astisal house project. Wow. So you can take a concrete surface and lay a wood tile over it, essentially? That's right. You can do almost anything. There's going to be one catch. If you do something that's thick, like let's say a brick or even a piece of bluestone, and you have a riser, you have to make sure that where you hit that riser after you add your new product, you're not changing it to a tip step or you're not causing water to run back towards the house. Now, when you say riser, you mean staircase? Exactly. Because you're putting on two inches or something like that. You could change it into a three-inch step, and that's a pretty hard step for people to walk on. Yeah, even though it's a short step, it's one that could definitely cause a tripping hazard because I think you, mechanically you expect all the steps to be the same height as the first one, and if you have a short step to start, you may just trip on the second one. Right, and that's why it may be good to try some of the thinner products like tiles, the ePay, anything that won't change that riser drastically. And I will tell you, those ePay tiles, you know, they're sold in a box. Um, I've used them a couple of times, and they range anywhere between like 25 and $40 a box, and I think it's 10 square feet per box, which is a nice it's amount. Not you know, it's not That's bad. It's not bad at no. all. Mm-hmm. And, three um, or $4 dollars a square foot. You know, you really don't have to cut anything. You know, it's snapping on the edges, so you can create an interesting pattern. You can do a straight run. You can give it a parquet look. I really like how it looks, and I feel like as the ePay ages, you know, it almost grays out. You can oil it to bring back that rich color to it, but I, I kind of like that beachy-washy look as well. Yeah, you just got to watch to lay it out, like you said, so that you minimize cuts. Mm-hmm. Everything we do in in something like this is probably we want to try to minimize the labor involved because we want to get it done right away. Right. So if you can lay it out in such a way to minimize the cuts, that's a plus. Now, aside from the from the ePay tiles that we're talking about, let's let's talk about some of the other materials that are options. Now, you mentioned avoiding potentially materials that are thick if you have stairs you're dealing with. But if you don't, what about simply covering that patio with a brick paver? Is that an option? Yep, that's an option. There's, there's quite a few other options. You could use brick pavers. You can get them in all different sizes. But you could also taken paint it or stain it. They make paints specific for this kind of application. But the key, especially here, is to make sure you clean that concrete slab before you try to adhere anything to it. Power washing, a good brush, stiff brush, and just getting it really clean. And I remember, Leslie, you once told me about a project that you did for, I think it was while you were out, where you actually painted a rug on a concrete patio so it looked like a carpet. Yeah, you know, you're right, Tom. If you buy the right paint for concrete, you can really create a beautiful outdoor design. It could be a rug. It could be an overall pattern. But I do like the idea of creating an outdoor rug using different stencils and different concrete paints and almost overlaying different patterns and designs to create this beautiful dimensional-looking rug for the surface. Now, what about repairing that surface, Roger? If you have one that's generally structurally sound, but maybe you have some pitted areas or something of that nature... What's the right way to patch that patio so it will really stand up to the weather that follows? Well, they make material for cracks, but you really got to get that crack cleaned out before you put it in. Almost, They make a hydraulic cement that will go in and expand so you can fill in the joints before you do any of the work Leslie was talking about. And so many folks just try to put uh, new concrete over old concrete or new mortar over old concrete. Never lasts, seems to pop out the very next winter. Yeah, it never seems to adhere to each other. You need to use the right product for the right job. 
and that's something that we know you do every time out there. Roger Cook, the landscaping expert from TV's This Old House, thank you so much for being a part of the Money Pit. Thank you. All right, you can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and step-by-step videos of many common home improvement projects, visit thisoldhouse.com. And Ask This Old House is brought to you on PBS by Gorilla Glue for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. That's right. Coming up, a way to step up your outside safety and security lighting without running a single new wire. We're going to share some details on super bright battery power LED spotlights after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today's Money Pit is presented by Caseta by Lutron. Simple to use, simple to set up. Learn how you can win a $5,000 smart home upgrade at OurLifeUpgrade.com. No purchase necessary. Ends 12-15-16. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. You will get the answer to your home improvement question. I mean, really, whatever it is you are working on. Between Tom and I... We know a thing or two about your homes, and we'll help you get those projects done. Plus, we're giving away a kind of cool prize this hour. We've got up for grabs an audio bulb. Now, this is a wireless music and lighting system, and it really revolutionizes the way you play music throughout your home or maybe even your office. Simply screw in this light bulb, and then the bulb itself communicates via Bluetooth with an app on your phone, and you can play the music wherever that bulb is installed. I mean, how cool is that? You can just have the best of everything with music and lighting and lots of fun. It's a $50 prize, and it's going out to one lucky caller drawn at random. 888-666-3974. Audrey in South Dakota, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you today? All right. Um, I was listening to your show last weekend, and I heard you talking about some kind of like contact paper, but you put it on your like your kitchen wall, and you can put tile on it for a backsplash. Yeah, that's a product called Bondera Tile Mat Set. Kind of a long name, but basically, it's a two-sided adhesive sticky material that if you want to do a backsplash, or for that matter, a countertop, you pull off the uh, backing on one side of it, press it against the wall in your case for the backsplash. Then you can stick the tiles right to the other side of it, pull off the backing on the other side, and you stick the tiles right on. And then you can pretty much grout immediately thereafter, so you don't have to wait for glue to dry or even mix up glue or, 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 or get a, a tile glue that can kind of get all over the place. It's all on the mat, so you cut it to fit, put it on the wall, pull off the back, uh, and then go ahead and... Uh, glue the tile right to it. I would caution you, though, that I I would not recommend you put this right on drywall because it's going to be a permanent. (laughs) You're never going to get it off. And if you ever want to replace it, you have to cut the wall out because it'll just pull the paper right off. And what you could do is just put a thin sheet of uh, Lawan plywood on the wall first and then put the tile right on that. Okay. All right. Thank, Thank you very much. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. 
Well, if you want to keep your home and your family safe, you can never go wrong by adding security lights to your home's exterior. Now, security lighting can really help make your driveways, walkways, and your steps a lot safer. But best of all, they can deter burglars who might be looking for a way in. Yes, but adding that kind of lighting usually requires running new wiring, which can be costly. Now, however, there's a new product on the market from Mr. Beams called the High Performance Security Light, and it kind of makes this kind of lighting a lot easier to install. Yeah, and that's because the high-performance security light is battery-powered, so there's no wiring needed. In fact, you can install it in about five minutes, and it is, like, ridiculously super bright. It's got a dual-head spotlight on it that has 500 lumens of light to increase the security and the safety all around your home. And the heads are easily adjustable so that you can customize your coverage area, and that's really going to deliver the light, you know, exactly where you want it. And, of course, it's also motion activated and it comes in original in a net bright version which is pretty cool because it even allows the light to communicate with other net bright spotlights so when one light detects motion guess what they all come on and that's going to totally freak out any burglars that are lurking around your house it's really surprisingly bright anywhere you go prices run from 49.99 to 64.99 you'll find mr beam products at amazon.com as well as mrbeams.com and at major hardware retailers like home depot and Lowe's. Very cool product, the high-performance security light, battery-powered light from Mr. Beams. All right, now we're going to talk to Tom, who's got a porch question. How can we help you today? I have a three-season porch, aluminum, and on the inside on the struts, not the panels themselves, but the support struts that support them, I have like a, a oxidation or a mineral deposit. It's white, and I'm trying to figure out how to take it off. Do you think it's the result of a leak, Tom? Um, yeah, moisture building up. It's not just in one spot. It's all it's all along the whole bottom strut on the whole porch. So if it's a mineral deposit, the easiest way to get rid of that is with a vinegar, a white vinegar and water solution, because the vinegar will melt the salts. Okay. Now, if that takes it off, great. It's not going to stop it from reappearing. If if that's the if that's the condition, what you really need to do is look for ways to dehumidify that space because the moisture is going to continue to condense on that and form those deposits, even if you were to get it clean again. The other product that you could think about using is called CLR, calcium lime rust remover. That's another type of mineral salt cleaner uh, that's a little bit stronger than vinegar and water. But that will also work as well. Okay, that won't take the, it's anodized aluminum, you know, it's that brown bronze aluminum for a three-season porch that won't affect it to CLR? I don't believe it will, but you could always try it in a, you know, they always say test a small area. But I think you're going to find that the reaction of the, that material on the salts will just melt it away. Okay, I'll give that a try. All right, well, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Hey, just ahead, are you tired of stepping into a cloud of moisture every time you step out of a shower? Or maybe you're just tired of cleaning up all that mold that it leaves behind. Well, we're going to talk some ventilation solutions for your bathrooms after this. Today's Money Pit is presented by Mr. Beams, lighting solutions that can be installed in five minutes. No wires, no electrician, no kidding. 
Find Mr. Beams lights at major retailers and learn more at mrbeams.com. Where home solutions live. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Here to help you with your home improvement projects. Call us right now at 888-MONEY-PIT or post your question to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Money Pit. Hey, would you like to change the look of your favorite room for less than 40 bucks and about 15 minutes of work? There's a new smart dimmer out from Leviton called the Decora Digital Dimmer, which I like because it works off an app and uses Bluetooth settings to let you create the ambiance pretty much from the comfort of your couch. It doesn't get any easier than that. You just switch out the existing dimmer with this new Decora Digital Dimmer, and then you have a free app that you download, and you can turn it on off. You can set the dim. You can set schedules. Pretty cool technology just out now from Leviton. I mean, that's pretty amazing. We will soon sprout couches out of our behinds because we never have You'll to never get have up to leave anything. the couch. You can just do it all. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. All right. Well, somebody who wants to do something herself is Liz in New York who writes, my house was built in 1960, and there are no exhaust fans in the bathroom. I'd like to put up crown molding in the bathrooms, but will it swell from the moisture? Is there a certain type I should use? You know, instead of using wood crown molding in that space, Liz, I would use PVC. Now, there are different types of composites, but the extruded PVC works really well. It's lightweight. It looks great. You can't really tell the difference between that and wood molding once it's painted, and you won't have any issues about moisture. However, speaking of all the moisture that's building up there, it'd be a really good idea for you to also add a ventilation fan to that space and one that's on a timer, because if you continue to have that level of humidity, you're going to be facing a lifetime worth of cleaning up after mold, which is something I'm sure you'd like to avoid. Yeah, most most for sure, because you really don't want to deal with the mold in the bathroom. I mean, do do everything you can to get that moisture out of there. All right, next up, we've got a post here from Mike in New Jersey, and he writes, what's the best way to determine what my walls are made of? I want to hang some pictures. That's a great question. Now, I think if you gave me the age of your house, I could probably have a pretty good guess. I mean, if your home was built from the early 1900s about to maybe the late 1940s or mid to late 1940s, it's probably plaster walls. If it's from, say, the mid-40s up towards the 60s, uh, it might be plaster lath, which is a very hard form of drywall. And then after that, it's drywall. Um, You can also tell by kind of knocking on the wall. I will tell you that plaster Wood lath, plaster over wood lath is very dull. Is a very dull thud. Plaster over plaster lath feels almost like ceramic, and drywall feels just like a soft wall. So those are a couple of ways that we tell the types of uh, wall material you are. But if it's based on the age alone, I think that gives you some sense as to what it's most likely going to become. Okay, Johnny is up next and writes, Hi, guys. I just realized that my whole apartment, the previous tenant installed laminate flooring over the existing carpets. I'd like to replace it, but I think it's been down for about five years. So what do I need to do? Do I need to pull out the old carpet, or can I just pull off the old floor and leave that down? Well, listen, Johnny, first of all, if this is an apartment you're renting. You're looking at a lot of expense here uh, that you might want to kind of negotiate with the landlord. But the best practice would be to, yes, pull off the old laminate and pull off that original carpet because it's really not a good idea. Well, it's probably so squished. Yeah, exactly. Or even if it's uh, thin carpet, it's just a really bad idea to have that underneath. It's not really an appropriate underlayment for that space. So, you know, your best option is to really pull the whole thing out. Yeah. And you know what, Johnny? If you do get rid of all of that flooring that's been hiding underneath all these years, when you go to install the new floor, I mean, it's going to go down so easy and smooth and straight. It'll be smooth sailing. 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Just about out of time for today's program. But remember, you can call us 24-7 at 888-MONEYPIT or post your question to our website at moneypit.com. We'd love to hear from you about your home improvement projects. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.